It's me, Roz. Happy New Year. Hope you had a wonderful holiday. I was not here doing a podcast like this, but I did do a full one on Patreon. You can go check that out if you want. It was great. Me and a dear friend telling some really fun, interesting stories. I enjoyed it. Go check it out if you feel like it. Today, I am joined by a comedian named Jenny Zagrino. Who you may have seen, maybe over over the Christmas season you watched her in Bad Santa too. She's got a role in that. She also has a comedy album coming out this year. It's called Gen Z. Gen spelled with a J. Wordplay. I've heard of it. But before we get into that conversation, I needed to catch up on some of these stories that you guys send me, which I always appreciate. Of course, you know all the ways you could... Get me a ghost story. Email me, ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Put it in the Facebook group, ghostedbyrozdresvelez, or in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And so I wanted to read a couple of these. Now, first up, on our Facebook group, Molly, a couple of weeks ago, said, calling all nurses, doctors, nurse aides, and other hospital-based spooky fans. I want to hear your stories. I don't have anything too spooktacular to report, but I'll share to get the ball rolling. I work in an itty-bitty, super-old, rural hospital in the middle of nowhere, ND, North Dakota. The hospital portion is on the second floor, and the clinic-slash-offices-slash-cafeteria-slash-assisted-living-slash- nursing home slash ER is all on the first floor. On night shift, I often find myself wandering the halls to stay awake. And every time I'm on the main floor, I have this gut feeling of being watched. Hairs on end, the back of my neck tingles, and I'll hit random cold areas that are never in the same location. It doesn't feel malicious, but I definitely feel something hanging around. Okay, now I love, I love that you uh, posted this, Molly, because, uh, you know, it opens up for people that also work in this field to share their stories. And we did get one on here from Julie. And also, hey, if you guys have stories like this, chime in, please. Julie says, my hubby works second shift at our local hospital. He works in environmental services He cleans the hospital rooms where the patients have already checked out. So every room he goes in to clean is empty. Dot, dot, dot. Or are they? He is also trained in the NICU and spends a lot of time sterilizing the equipment used for the teeny tiny babies. He has a separate room to accomplish this task. So most of the time he is alone while he is at work. One night, he was cleaning the office space that is there for doctors who are visiting patients at the hospital who need a place to sit and fill out paperwork and whatnot. It was about 10 p.m., 
So the place was completely empty, yet he kept hearing footsteps, papers shuffling, and drawers opening and closing. He doesn't get called to clean a room until the room is empty, so he never has to worry about walking in on someone. When a room comes up on his pager, he takes his cleaning cart and backs into the room, pulling his cart with him. One day, on the labor and delivery unit, he got paged to clean a room. He backed into the room as usual, but when he turned around, he saw a woman sitting in a chair nursing a baby. He panicked, looked down at his pager to double-check the room number. He was in the right room. He looked up again to apologize to the woman for barging in on her and found the room was completely empty. Another time in the labor and delivery unit, he was pushing his cart down the hallway to go clean a room when he came upon two nurses standing frozen in the middle of the hallway just staring at something. He came up behind them and asked if they were okay. They pointed down the hall where a large yoga ball, the kind that women used to sit on while in labor, was rolling very slowly back and forth from one side of the hallway to the other, all by itself. This went on for a good 15 minutes. They were all pretty freaked out by that. If any of you are not familiar with yoga balls, they are weighted and not light enough to be moved by a breeze. Oh my God. You know, we did talk about hospital ghosts. I mean, we talked about them a few times. I think maybe a listener episode or two, but then also when I had on Richard Estep, who has written books about haunted hospitals, and he's been on various TV shows about haunted hospitals. That episode was posted 11 5 2020, November 5th, 2020. So uh, if you're into that, go check that one out. Okay, let's hear another one. This one was emailed to me by Krista. Krista writes, I have dozens of stories for you, but I will tell you one of my scariest stories. This happened probably about seven to eight years ago. My boys were young at the time. I am a sensitive and empath. I have seen, felt, etc., spirits since I was age four. I was on a Facebook group for amateur sensitives who want to practice on others. I met an awesome empath and sensitive just like myself and there was this particular person who asked us to read for him and we both felt a very negative energy and that they pretended to know nothing but we knew that they used a Ouija board and had a very negative attachment to him and we felt it in the picture. Anyway, my new empath friend and I got to talking, and we both had similar creepy things happening afterwards. I was terrified to sleep in my room for a while because I saw a very tall, slender, dark shadow with sharp teeth. One night, I had my covers over my head, and I felt something or someone standing over me. I dumbly took the covers off, and it was right in my face. I yelped in fear and told it to get out of my house. It wasn't welcome here in Jesus' name. It left. A couple nights later, I had ordered black salt to protect us and get rid of the negative energy. I was told to do so by a witch and a sensitive. So I was up super late, like I usually do. I'm a night owl and all. 
I was in the middle of watching The Nanny. Oh my God, I love that. And suddenly I got goosebumps and had a bad feeling. Suddenly I hear three loud knocks slash bangs on our front door. It woke up my boys. They were freaking out, crying, and my dogs were barking. I had to wake up my husband and he looked everywhere outside, but nobody was there. Nothing. I smudged everything and everyone. What I accidentally left out was that this thing was making my husband have panic attacks and giving him nightmares. Glad it didn't harm my kids, but it was terrifying. Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh my God. Okay, here's a Christmassy one, which I apologize I didn't read this uh, sooner. Kind of couldn't be further away from Christmas at this point, but it's not just about Christmas. I mean, it's a an unexplainable type story. So here we go. This is from Amber. I was about 14 and it was around Christmas time. My mom had been working a super physically demanding job, so she would often fall asleep early, leaving me to turn off all the Christmas lights before going to bed. Finances were tough at the time, so I had to make sure to turn off these lights every night or I would get yelled at for my negligence the next morning. My mom is sweet, I swear. What I'm getting at is that I was very motivated to make sure these lights were out. It got to the point where remembering to turn them off was becoming stressful, and at times I would get up again to go downstairs and check that I turned everything off. One night, I went through... (laughs) Never stop sending me stories, you guys, especially when they have a part that says, One night. One night, I went through my normal routine to ensure the Christmas lights and all other decorations were off. The next morning, I went downstairs and saw all the lights were on. The Christmas lights, the regular room lights, the decorative Christmas house. I never know how to say that word. Decorative, decorative, you know what I mean. Christmas house, everything. I thought my mom turned them on. But upon hearing me coming down the stairs, my mom starts asking me why I didn't turn off the lights. I can feel myself go pale. I told her I did turn them off. So we go back and forth like this for a bit when the phone rings. It was her friend calling to tell her that her boyfriend died. In that moment, we forgot all about the lights because nothing else mattered. Later on, when we discussed what happened, my mom told me that she woke up that day because she saw a huge ball of light. And when she went downstairs, all the lights were on. It could have been a coincidence, but it felt very unreal, like her boyfriend was trying to contact her to comfort her. I'm 37 now and have had time to heal from this loss, but every year I remember this story whenever I look at the Christmas lights. Oh, that's a sweet story. But sure, I could see a ghost or, you know, spirit of a person being able to turn on all those lights. Totally. Well, thanks for sending me that. Okay, it is time to get into my conversation with Jenny Zagrino. And of course, as always, if you want to hear a little extra, you can go to patreon.com slash to hear Jenny talking about her psychic abilities, and she tells a creepy story, a different kind of creepy story, about just a creep that she encountered. Um, 
I'm also realizing right now, why have I never called these bonus clips? Actually, that sounds, I don't, that just like sounds unnecessarily disgusting. A bonus. That honestly just sounds like a ghost penis. A bonus. I don't, I don't know, but you know, it feels like good branding. So that you can hear a bonus clip <laughs> and a bonus episode from last week on Patreon as well. Okay. Here she is, folks. Jenny Zagrino. On with the show. I am joined by Jenny Zagrino. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about ghosts. Oh Thanks my Thanks for doing this. I, you know, I, I was at one of my favorite places in the world, the Hollywood Improv, and I met you and we were talking and we were talking with Rita, who is yeah. a past guest of this podcast because she was she was telling me all about the the ghosts because so they've had ghosts there for a long time. But then she was telling me about some recent ghost stories. And then and then you joined us and, and then you started telling ghost stories. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I got a place for you to tell this uh, for the world to hear. And here we are. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love the, the comedy club haunting stories. Yes. They're just like, of course, a comedy club is haunted by some ghost. Do you hear about like as you in your travels and in your experience, do you, have you heard about other comedy clubs being haunted? Um, I'm not sure if I have. But like I've definitely stayed in places because you're in hotels all the time. Mm-hmm. where they're haunted. Like I've stayed in places that know we're haunted. I've stayed in a couple historic haunted hotels. Um, I actually, in December, will be staying at the most haunted hotel in Salem called The Merchant. It's in this old house called, I think it's called like the Joshua Ward House. Let me just look it up. Um, and it's, they turn it into a, jo- yeah, Joshua Ward House. They turn it into a fancy like, boutique hotel but it's been there like that land's been used since the 1600s it's like where the witch trials took place like all this crazy stuff and there's like a strangled ghost in there and like it's really really haunted so I was like you know what I'm gonna do it I am dying to go to Salem are you going there to like perform or is this by choice yeah, why, are you, so, why are you staying okay, in a haunted so hotel I, I kind of grew up in Massachusetts, like half of my life. So I'm very acquainted with it. Um, And uh, I'm going to perform in Connecticut, but I love Salem. So I just was like, I'm just going to spend the night in a super haunted hotel and maybe record some stuff and see what happens. Does that scare you? Horribly. I'm so terrified. (laughs) You know what, though? There was like a couple weeks ago, this woman was live streaming on TikTok from a haunted hotel and people, everyone was sending it to me. And I guess like thousands and thousands of people started watching it and everyone's like, you need to do that. And I kind of crossed my mind, like maybe I should, because I have stayed in haunted hotel rooms. I've left every single time uh, because I just can't deal with the anxiety of it. But maybe if I was like streaming and people were keeping me company and commenting, I mean, obviously you don't want them to be like, what is that behind you? But no, (laughs) but I just can't do it like alone. But okay, 
I want to hear about your ghost stories. Okay, so there's a couple things. So um, I've always been super obsessed with the paranormal ever since I was like a kid. Um, apparently the house we used to live in when I was five, my sister says was haunted. I never saw anything, but she would tell me that like um, she would go downstairs when no one was there and she would hear um, like the piano play. Oh, and things like that. And she had some cool paranormal experiences when she was young of like, she stayed at this friend's house and, uh, you know, heard voices and people talking and then realized no one was home. And, um, this is in Massachusetts. This was in Minnesota, Okay. but her and I moved to LA together and we were going to get a house together and we got this apartment and it was in echo park. Uh, it was a top floor of a, of a triplex. Like they turned it, this house into three apartments And I spoke to a psychic beforehand and she was telling me weird stuff. And then she goes, there's like flooding in your house. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, no, I see flooding. Like I definitely see flooding. You should like think about that. And I'm thinking it's LA. There's no water. There's no flooding. And then she's like, also there's, there's a lot of darkness in that house. You know, it feels like a place where where people had big dreams and, and they, they just kind of died. Like the dreams died there. Very LA, you know, very LA rug vibe. And I was like, well, that could be like any house in LA, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a house full of actors. Everyone feels that way. And then she was like, Oh, and there's like a, a little, uh, spirit nymph that like, it's not a demon, but he, he, uh, he like preys off of, um, negative energy. So you should cleanse the house. And I was like, okay, wasn't really thinking about it. We get into the house and it definitely has like a weird vibe in the kitchen of just like this dark, and it might just be me thinking back on it, but it's just like every, like it felt very thick in the house. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like very thick air. And so backstory, um, I had just moved there. My sister had been living there a little bit longer and she was, you know, in the process of kind of getting her life together. And I go on tour and then a month into living there and I get a call from my sister and she's like, Jenny, both apartments downstairs have flooded with backed up shit and the whole front yard is flooded from pipes bursting. Oh my God. Like literally sewage. Literal sewage. Our apartment was fine, but both bottom apartments had completely flooded, backed up sewage. They had to like move out for a little bit. We Ugh. could still stay there. <laughs> um, so that was like kind of crazy. And then we just had so many issues with the house of just like, we had this really toxic relationship with our landlord and all this, like just kind of negative things were happening with around the house. And then uh, I remember like being very depressed in that house and kind of like unusually depressed. And my sister who had kind of just gotten her life back together, it started to unravel, right? And she started to get back into really bad habits and all this stuff. And our relationship deteriorated really fast. We were fighting all the time. And I remember she told me, she was sitting on the couch with her friend recounting what this psychic had told her. And said, you know, uh, oh, and the psychic says there's like this nymph in the house. 
And her friend who's kind of psychic was like, oh yeah, there is. There's definitely like a little dark presence in this house and it's in Jenny's room. And so I came home and there was like a huge crystal in my room. (laughs) Like they'd cleansed it. (laughs) But when they were talking about this, apparently there was a crash in the bathroom and they went to go see and the bathroom garbage lid flew, had flown across the bathroom. Wow. So it was off and then it was across the room, which is crazy. And then, you know, through talking to the landlord's handyman who, you know, said a little too much, he told us that the place had been um, a drug den. So it was an abandoned house and people had OD'd in the house. So he didn't outright say that there were dead bodies in the house, but there was definitely like, you want to talk about broken dreams and like yeah, Hollywood experience. People just like not in good energy, not yeah. in good, you know, just a lot of that left over, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So super bad energy. And so they had bought the place and like kind of cleaned it up. But it's definitely like still there. Uh, like You could feel it. And then everyone moved out within like six months because we just like couldn't take it. I moved out because it was getting so bad with my sister. She ended up staying for another few months. And then both downstairs people moved out because I just like couldn't take all of like how bad everything was. And I swear, like, it was just like that house. It, it was like that you like look at the house and you're like, this is going to be great. Kind of like the beginning of every scary movie of like, uh-huh. yeah, we're all going to have a great time. Look at there's flowers everywhere on the property. Uh-huh. And then it just like, Everyone just had a horrible time and ended their lease early. We all left. Oh, my God. So when you first went to the psychic and they said to cleanse it, did you initially do some kind of cleansing or no? They said to do it with like salt. And I just don't think I had time to do it. And I wasn't like, I hadn't fully become LA yet. So I didn't understand sage. I didn't understand crystals. I was like, whatever. Oh, they didn't give you that at the seminar when you moved no. to LA? They're supposed when, at LAX, to. they didn't hand me my pouch. Yeah. A hop off the plane at LAX with a bundle of sage and salt. Yep. That's usually so, how it goes. <laughs> that's a good rendition. <laughs> so... So there was that one. And then I moved to up the street in a 1930s home and like nothing happened. Like I never felt anything weird in that house. And then I moved to this new place that I live now and I moved in. It was cheap um, and it's big and great. And as I was moving in, like stuff just kind of started disappearing and then it would like reappear or be moved, like, I found my dog's leash, like, shoved in a shelf. Like, what? Like, just, like, shoved in the back of a shelf where, like, I would not have, like, I wouldn't have put it there kind of thing. Like, why was it there? And there's nobody um, else that could have done that? No, it's just me in the house. I live alone. What? That so, is so weird. So that stuff, I would, like put things down and then they would disappear when I would like turn around, like a sewing needle I put down, turned around, it was gone. I found it the next day, like in the hallway. And I was like, oh, okay, it's weird. Like it, it wouldn't have attached to me 
and the whole day just like traveled with me till the next day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Stuff could like it, that. And then could it be that you're sleepwalking? I don't think I'm sleepwalking. I'm pretty sure I'm 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 not a sleepwalker. But there was a time when I would wake up at three in the morning. No. All the time. And I would just wake up and I'd be like, oh, why am I awake? And there is a specific corner of the room in my bedroom where I don't see anything, but I'm like, I don't like that corner at three in the morning. Uh-uh. Vibe. And so I was telling my mom, I'm like, mom, I think my house is haunted. She's a Russian. She goes, shut up. <laughs> Your house is not haunted. Okay. You are haunted, Jenya. This is you. Um, and so I was like, okay, whatever. And then I get a letter in the mail to the previous tenants that's from the cemetery up the street. Um, and it was like a survey because of course I'm going to open it. <laughs> and I was like, I think someone died. Like I asked the neighbors. And wait, wait, like, it was no. a survey. Like how was your experience? Yeah, like we're a asking funeral? our community <laughs> how they're doing. Like, oh, okay. like I was like, do they mean community like the the area around them or the people who've worked with them community? You know what I mean? So, so I was like, whatever. And I'm like telling my mom, I'm like, mom, someone died here. And she's like, just don't, no one died here. And um, then I got a call. And then, and then also too, I was having like, just like weird noises. I had a table that makes a very distinct creak when you press on it. And I remember being in my office and hearing it pressed three times and then like no one's in the house. Right. So like little things like that, weird noises, energy shifts. And then I, uh, I got a, a call from the previous tenant asking for her mail. And I was like, I don't have any of your mail, but I have it from this guy. And she goes, Oh, that's my husband. He died six months ago in the hospital. So I think that he shows up every once in a while to be like, where's my family? And then just kind of goes away. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just, feels like he's just like hanging out sometimes. Yeah. Like I haven't seen him, seen him. And I I think I've told him like, I don't ever want to see you, but like you can chill here just so you know your family doesn't live here anymore. Um, But there've been a couple things where Like I sat down to meditate one time and a plant fell on me. Like it just fell. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. Whatever. Plants move sometimes. It's cool. (laughs) Put it back up, sat down again. Two seconds later, a bird slammed into my window. And I was like, you know what? Something's telling me to leave this room right now. I'm going to go. I'm just going to. That's like from literal horror movies, birds (laughs) slamming into wind. I want to say the conjuring some of these like haunted house movies have birds slamming into the windows. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anything was evil. I think it was just like, you need to not be here right now. You need to go. And I was like, cool point taken. I will take my shit to the living room. Oh just... my God. So you're fine with coexisting with this I'm man. Fine with the coexistence. As long as I never see him. Um, and he doesn't do anything totally weird. I just like never, I just, I, I live alone. So I don't like the getting up at three in the morning and being like, oh man, like I've particular, I've specifically like stopped drinking water at night. So I won't wake up. 
Uh, yeah, like, I do the same thing. Yeah, I don't like it. And like, I have nightlights in the house. There was a, a good two weeks where I was sleeping with like a light on in the room because I just like would freak myself out at night so hard. And that stuff too, like ornaments have fallen off the tree, but like sometimes, you know, plants do move sometimes. So I don't know if that's anything, but uh, little, th- just like little things like that. Well, can I play you some ghost voices? Yes, you can. Okay. It's time for EVPs or EV please. So do you know what an EVP is? Yes. Yeah, you Have you ever caught one yourself? Yes. I've caught a few. Well, you know, all this stuff. It's like, you catch something, okay? You know when you're, like, recording and all of a sudden someone's talking and there's and that's not a human talking. And so that's why I always like to give these people the benefit of the doubt because that is something. What yeah. what the the voice is saying or is it a voice or what? That's where the fun begins for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to YouTube, I find EVPs, okay. and this one is from SE Harris 11 on um on YouTube. And okay. it's, I don't know what the location is, but it's in Taylor, Michigan. And tell me what you hear this alleged ghost saying. Okay. It's really quick. Oh my God. Something is saying, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I mean, I it go. sounds a lot like that. Wait, let me play it again. Yeah, it sounds like he's like, I got a goat. I know, I absolutely hear that. Okay, let me or give you I some. have a goat. I got a goat. I have a goat. I have a goat. <laughs> Is it A, a Diet Coke? <laughs> B, I want to know. C, I got a goat. Or D, I'm on a boat. All right, let's play it again. I mean. Wait, play it one more time. Oh, wait. I've got to go. That's what I hear. I've got to go. I got to go. Yeah. And that's what they thought. They thought it was either I got to go or you got to go. Um, I really wish they thought it was a Diet Coke. I know. <laughs> I but it is kind of funny to think of the, the ghost is like, I got to pee. Can we hurry up this paranormal <laughs> investigation? Because I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. Guys, I got to go. I got this ghost party. Yeah. And the ghost, the ghost chicks in the afterlife. Woo. <laughs> Stuff. Uh, let's do one more. This is from GPT Paranormal, yeah. and it is at a place called Malvern Manor, which is in Malvern, Iowa. And what is this one saying? Okay. Whoa! Say that again. Oh, it's longer. Okay. He's saying. Ooh, I can show you, and then it gets mumbled. Okay, you're good at this. Um, Here's some options. Is it A, I am so tired? Is it B, let the show begin? Is it C, that's some bullshit? Or D, let me see you dance? Maybe it's like a Britney Spears fan. Oh, okay. It's like right. most happy that Britney's freed. Yes. Okay, let me play it again. 
I think um, the what was let the show begin. Yeah, that's what they said. You said you heard the word show, and I can hear it. It's so weird. It's such a. I mean, it's kind of interesting, like a ghost being like, all right, you want to come paranormal investigate? Let the show begin. Here we go. Here, let me play it again. Yeah, I think something like let the show begin. I can totally I mean, why? I mean, if ghosts, if, if they are like these entities that are just like hanging out, I'm sure they know the vernacular, especially in Iowa. Seriously. I wonder, do you think that like, a, a, a sixth century ghost understands English and is like saying, dude. I mean, I don't know. That's like, a, there's theories that, yeah, you're still living in this world and maybe you can pick it up. Maybe, you know, it's not unlike living in a different country and you start to like learn the language. Maybe you are intelligent and aware and you can learn modern day vernacular yeah uh i'm just gonna list off a bunch of paranormal phenomena and i want to hear your thoughts on them i want to okay i want to hear what you got to say maybe you have a story we'll see what happens okay what do you think about ufos i know you think aliens are among us but yeah the ufo part of it they're real so i i spend a lot of time out in the desert in a a place called 29 Palms where there is a Marine base. And I 100% think that aliens show up to this Marine base. I believe it. I saw these, because I see weird lights out here all the time. I mean. Like coming from the mountain. Like, I'm like, what is that? And they also like, apparently they blow stuff up out here. I'm like, I'm sure they're, I'm sure there was like entrances in the mountains where aliens show up and then they, you know, grab a cup of coffee and do their thing. Aliens are obsessed with the desert. They love it. They like the dry climate. Uh, what about haunted dolls? Haunted dolls, I, I, I think, yes. I don't like them. So uh, you, I had a huge fear of dolls when I was growing up because of the movie dolls. All these haunted doll movies, um, I mean, people are always like, just kick it or whatever, but... I think they really, they got me hardcore as a kid. Yeah. No, any like doll that makes noises when there's no batteries in it, Mm. fuck off. Mm -mm. I'll smash it. I'll smash, I'll burn it. Okay. I just was at the Rose Bowl flea market and I fell in love with these. They're like ceramic, gorgeous lady faces with like the most stunning makeup. And then they have like a bunch of like leopard, like one of them has like a leopard hat on and they're like big. They're like the size of like a human face. And they're like 1940s. Well, I, that's what I thought. Okay. I got a, I got a great deal on them. I got three of them. Oh no, you, you bought them. I bought all oh, three no. of them. I was like, they're gorgeous. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I'll put them in like my drag room or I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but I just, I think they're gorgeous. So I, I didn't inspect them too hardcore. Then I get home and I'm like trying to figure out where do I hang these up? And I see on the back, there's a string and like a little box behind it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So I pull the string and it starts playing like you know like uh like one of those ballerina jewelry boxes or ever like that kind of like no. chimey kind of music burn it's, it 
it starts playing Let's that. Burn it. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, what is this song? It sounds familiar. And it's all ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, wait, is that My Heart Will Go On by Celine no, it's Dion? No, not. Was it really? <laughs> they play My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> and now I'm terrified that I'm going to hear My Heart Will Go On in the middle of the night. You probably will. Those things are definitely haunted by some, some 1990. That was like some grandma in the 90s bought that. <laughs> Absolutely. So going back Have to you? like haunted dolls. So you believe that a human's energy could be attached to an object and that's or making it a, a haunted energy. object. Or at least a demon. <laughs> 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 okay. What about um, Bigfoot? Okay, Bigfoot I I think is real, maybe. But living in the desert, there is this thing called the Yucca Man. Yes! And uh, there have been many times where I've gone at night out to Joshua Tree and just driven being like, I'm going to go look at the stars. And then I look out and then two minutes later, I'm like, the Yucca Man could be here. I need to go. Also, there's like serial killers out here. There's that. There's a lot of people on drugs. Uh, there's drugs, there's murder. It could, is it the Yucca Man or is it meth? You don't know. <laughs> don't take a chance. Uh, but you, so you think that Bigfoot is real, could be real. Well, I also, I, yeah. And also, I also kind of believe in like fairies and like wood creatures that we just don't know about. What is the Yucca Man story? The Yucca Man is kind of like a skinwalker. Uh-huh. Um, he's like apparently eight feet tall and he's like made of brush. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, a lot of these stories of like the Marines on base, um, you know, doing their patrolling and like seeing him and blacking out and waking up and their rifles are bent and like weird stuff. So like a lot of Marines mm. will see them. He's more towards Yucca. But I think I think he's, you know, wandering around Joshua Tree, definitely. Oh, it's so mysterious out there. I, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the charm. There's, there's definite like energy in that in Joshua Tree. I get it. Why all those people come here? That you know that wear big brimmed hats, but have never done a day of labor in their goddamn lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I get I get it. I feel it sometimes. And there's just like it's a quiet like in this in the place that I'm living, I've had to stay in this house alone and it's been like terrifying. Like I've definitely had nights where like there's one room in particular. I just don't like staying in. What do you think that's all about? I just, I think just like the energy in that room. Yeah. And I just, you know, could be something, could be nothing. Maybe it just kind of smells weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think that that picking up on energy, I mean, it is, they say the sixth sense, you know, it's like not unlike when somebody smells bad or you just don't like the look of something or whatever. Um, I won't date people who smell bad to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably good. <laughs> yeah. What about sleep paralysis? Okay. I've definitely had sleep paralysis. Usually happens when I'm exhausted. Sometimes when I take naps, uh, I'll go into like lucid dreaming and I can like feel my body leave my body kind of thing. 
Um, and I always, I imagine the same thing every time I'm like, I'm like, I'm lucid dreaming. What should I do? And I'm like, I'm going to imagine the hottest dude I could think of. Yeah. Why not? Going in right now. That's what I'm going to do. Cause I'm a 12 year old boy all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I, so like my sister suffers from it a lot. And like when we would, if we had like had to share a room, I would hear her breathing change like to where she was like panicking breathing and have to like wake her up. But I've had a couple times where like, it's not that I see someone, but like a dark cloud I can feel coming up behind me. Uh, But do you think, so the question is, let's say, do you think that that is like paranormal or do you think it's just in your mind or what do you think? I think, I think some of it could be, but I also know that like when I'm tired, I'm going to get it. Like if I've been burning the candle at both ends, I'm like kind of scared to go to sleep because I know I'm going to go have sleep paralysis. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) But sometimes I feel like it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Old hag syndrome. That's what it used to be called, which I think we should bring that back. Oh, I still say that. Yeah. Having an old hag sitting on your chest sounds that's, great. When I die, that's uh, the job I'm going to apply for. I'm going to be like, how do I be, be an like, old hag? Like, where's the, where do I put my resume? I was one on earth when I was alive and now I'm ready to just be an old like, hag. I've been waiting my whole life to die and become an old hag. Yes. I just want people to wake up and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, Uh, ooh, your chest is so soft to sit on. (laughs) Good morning, sweetie. (laughs) It's like one of those people on those like Tempur-Pedic mattress commercials. I have like a glass of wine on them and I'm just like... (laughs) You probably would be drinking a glass of wine while you're haunting them. (laughs) Stupid. Um, (laughs) What about uh, Ouija boards? Um, I... Don't mess with a Ouija board. Have you ever? I have when I was younger. It said I was going to meet Ringo because I was a big Beatles fan when I was like a kid. It said I was going to meet Ringo when I was 23. It did not happen. It lied to you. It lied to me. But it did say my dad was going to die at like 73. And he's not there yet. So, you know, hopefully this is just a lying ghost. Yeah. Um, Well, it's also like, who are you talking to? Like, if yeah. you're to believe that you're talking to ghosts or whatever, like, well, who is it? Just like, it could just be some like loser ghost that's just like saying some bullshit to scare you. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't, Ouija boards, I'm just like, I don't care. I'm not gonna mess with them. I do tarot cards enough, and that makes me feel connected. Oh, tell me about that. So, tarot cards, how do you, how do you view what's going on there? I view a tarot card as like it picks up on your energy and just mostly tells you stuff you already know, but don't want to admit to yourself. Okay. And it gives you options of where things could go. Yeah. I don't think it tells the future. Um, It has, I mean, for a few times it has, like I remember I started dating this new guy and I did a tarot card reading on us. And it was just like, y'all going to break up. And I was like, that's whatever. And then it was like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to break up. Yeah. Like, 
so I've done stuff like that or like I've done ones especially for like exes that I like can't get over and it always gives me like the death card or like the card that's like fucking move on stop talking to that person yeah, I feel it's like it's good like, confirmation or yeah, yeah it's like just a second opinion or something. Exactly, and then you can be like, oh, whatever. I guess the cards are wrong. I'll just do it again. <laughs> it almost always does the same thing, and it always tells me that like, <laughs> I mean, I'm putting myself through my own pain. No one's doing this to me. It's just me doing it. Fucking eight of swords showing up. Yeah. So and then you go back to the tarot cards, and they're like you know what we told you last time, but here you go. Crawling yep. back for more. Pretty much. Never like, listen. Uh, do you do it for yourself? I do it for myself. I like doing it for other people. Um, I'm not great at it, but like I've had a couple things where like uh, I've said a couple things that were pretty true for people um, or stuff that like, I was like, this is a really weird card to come up, but like, are you dealing with this or is this going on? They're just like, Oh yeah. Mm. So that's been kind of cool. Where are they? Pull them out. Let's do it. Oh, they're at my, they're in Glendale. I'm in the desert. Oh, that's okay. They're not in the de- I don't need to keep, I don't need to make the desert any more spooky than it already is. <laughs> uh, let's do one more. What about um, past lives? I very much believe in them. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> I, I believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. on some level sometimes I feel like maybe we die and then we kind of we can hang out if we want to because we're like just balls of energy that then are not really connected to anything do you know what I mean like we come like we die and then I said do you know what I mean again Jesus Christ so <laughs> it's okay you make into a drinking game whoever drinks they'll be shit-faced by now <laughs> but um you know, you become, you die and then you're this energy ball that is just living these experiences. And then is like, I'm going to try this one. I'm going to try this one. And maybe you show up for your family and you can haunt them if you want, or you can be <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm ready to like go on to the next thing. Do you know what I, 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 I did, almost did it again. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm still figuring out what I think about the afterlife. Yeah. But yeah, I feel very similar to that. I feel yeah. like, um, yeah, you go from like vessel to vessel and, yeah, and I think that like we put so much focus on our physical existence and we think that that like once a person dies, they're dead. But I, I think sometimes w- like the kind of, uh, idea that you were just talking about, like, I kind of feel like, no, you live on, you just go to a different body. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and also maybe this concept of what, of time and, and being and all that stuff is like the, the, the life after you die is so beyond what we could even fathom and imagine. Like maybe you can exist as a ghost, but also moving on into the next body. So people experience you as a ghost, but actually you're not even there. You know what I mean? It's, it's so we could, it could be a million different dimensions that you're living in. Maybe in a dimension, you're not even dead. We don't know. So, you know, if a ghost shows up, that's, it's cool. Just to, just be like, cool. Unless it like tries to kill you. I've heard that happen though. I'm not into that. Yeah. This is my, I, I was recently came up with this idea. It's kind of like a motivational 
uh, tool for people if you believe in this stuff. So if you believe in past lives, that means that in like, let's say a hundred years, somebody is going to be going to get a past life regression and they're going to find out that, oh, you were, you know, in in ancient Egypt, you were a pharaoh, which is like always what they say. And, And then you were like a war hero. And then you were some person that like had a podcast about ghosts. Like, I don't know, like they're good. Someone's <laughs> going to find out like whatever you're doing right now, you're going to be somebody's, uh, they're going to learn about one day. So it's like, make your life interesting, make it fun. Yeah. I was told by that psychic, the, the psychic, um, uh, that told me about my house that I was a man in the twenties in New York city specifically. I was living oh. in New York city. I was a man which I'm like, that checks out. <laughs> that definitely my, my energy and vibe, super New York masculine, just like, you know, every time I go to New York, I feel so great. I feel energized by New York. A lot of people don't. And I totally in the twenties was probably like some zoot suit wearing piece of shit. Just See, I always drink wonder, out of a whiskey bottle. I always wonder what would happen if you found that person, like, if you, um, I mean, obviously they'd be dead, but if you like found a picture of them, would you go, that's me? I wonder, there's all these stories of kids who can point out who they were when they die. I know. I'm obsessed. The ghost inside my child. Is I it? love that show. Yes. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's amazing. I love it so much. Call it the ghost inside my child. <laughs> So you might be a child with a ghost inside of you. I think we all are if you subscribe to this belief. Then I also think like existentially, then where do you begin and that old person end, especially if you're holding on to like knowing about them at such a young age? I know. Seriously. It's that's where I get confused. That's why I'm like, what what leaks over into the next life? Yeah. I'm not sure. I was I asked my parents if I ever was like a creepy kid. Like, did I do anything creepy? I don't think I did. Um, One of my friends would tell me, and he's actually, he's, he's very much like a, he calls himself like a amplifier. Okay. Like he amplifies energies around him. And he would tell me that when he was young, he would play with an older man in like a trench coat. And then, and he's like, he's like, it was, it was my grandfather. (laughs) Like it's definitely his ghost that I would play with as a kid. Oh, interesting. You know, like I don't, I, I'm not, I don't think that they're imaginary friends. I think it's kids just playing with ghosts. Yeah. Maybe the ghosts inside of them. Well, I guess that will conclude our conversation on the paranormal for today. Oh, thanks for having me. Tell everyone where they can find you and all that stuff. You guys can find me at Jenny Zagrino um, on everything except TikTok, which is Jenny Zagrino Comedy. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks so much for having me. This has been great. Thank you for letting me talk about ghosts. Oh my God, of course. I'm actually going to go put on a ghost show right now while I clean. Thank you to Jenny Zagrino. And if you want to hear a little extra bonus clip, 
Go to patreon.com slash to hear Jenny talk about psychic abilities and encountering a creepy person at a comedy show. All right, we're starting off a new year. I got some great stuff coming at you, so make sure you are subscribed to the show. Please rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you rate a show five stars. I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. You, you could join our, our Facebook group called Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez. Leave a ghost story there. You know, you know post a, a spooky meme. Ask a question. I don't know. Any of that kind of stuff. It's fun. If you want to be on a listener episode, please email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com with the subject line listener episode and a couple of little bullet points of what your stories are about. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Avenue, a podcast network.